1: Great to be back with you, folks. Certainly, it's a great honor that you would take the time and turn on your radios or whatever listening device you're listening to us with. And uh, we, we just had a wonderful day yesterday. And I thought on the podcast, just trying to put information out there. And, and uh, uh, you know, this is all about God's love is so good to us. And, and you know, there's so much of this world out there that that need his love. So that's what we're doing. We're looking actually at people who suffer from PTSD and what they look like so that we'll know how we can help people and how we can move forward in that area. And uh, we, we've we had with us brother Zach Knight. Uh, so Zach has been with us since Monday. And then, then Kevin hopped in on Tuesday. And we're still honored to have uh, both of them here on Wednesday, and so we've been looking at this list about who suffers from PTSD, and we we went through abused children being about fifty percent, and battered women being about forty five percent, and how all of them need the help of the Lord and how God can help each other. And in this podcast and Wounded Spirits and the TV show, I I got another episode since I've actually been here talking to these brothers on the phone. That'll be out there. It's the the real episode one. And the other one's supposed to be a help episode for the pastor. So we're going to try to change the name up on that a little bit. But you want to make sure you get out and see that. We'll make sure we get By the time you listen to this, it'll be episode one. Told them I'm supposed to get two or three more this week. So hang with us. HelpfulWoundedSpirits.com, HelpfulWoundedSpirits.com. Oh, boom! You're looking at TV shows. So, and now, so we say 50% abused children, 45% battered women, and then raped adults, male or female. It's terrible. It's awful out there. People are getting raped. People are getting hurt. And uh brother Zach, just giving you a second here. Have you have you met or come across those people out here who've been hurt so badly?
2: Yeah, we've come across uh probably a handful so far. But like you said before, I'm just almost a year in the ministry, so I'm just. Still get my feet wet. Uh, yeah. But then, yeah, the numbers are staggering. Um, and, and like we talked before, it's it's unacceptable. Uh, yeah. To us, either male, female, whatever, and and the numbers are are probably even higher than what we That's what right. we have in the reports and stuff because people don't report it. They they're scared of what people are going to think. Yeah. About them one of the things that we talked about before off, off podcast and offline is that, um, and I, and I told my buddy before it's not his fault with victim blaming. I will not stand for it.
1: Victim blaming Um, and victim shaming. Uh, you're, you're going against the wrong people. If you think any of us will stand for that. That's right.
2: Right. Because it's, I mean, I, I remember every month or something, we had some kind of sexual harassment training in the army and, and it was like you can't say oh well you were wearing this or you said this or, or whatever there, there's no excuse for it no it's reason just an at evil all. act right and we won't talk we won't tolerate it and like you said before in this in this week's podcast we're mandated reporters And uh, so that's the first thing if someone brings it up you're like hey uh, understand we have to report this to the proper authorities
1: yeah yeah. No, that's perfect. And, and and again, getting back exactly what Zach was saying about that mandated reporter about doing the right thing. And uh, sadly, I read earlier today as I was looking at some of the numbers, say they believe, the police actually believe that when we're in that adult category, that about 80 percent about 80% don't even call the police or turn it in. And uh, let me tell you, uh, God wants us to. We saw that in Romans 13, and, and we uh, we need to obey the law, and, and God wants us to. We don't want other people getting hurt, and uh, nobody deserves that. And uh, just giving Kevin a minute here as we talk about these raped adults and folks you've come across and situations you've seen, Kevin.
3: Yeah, you know, Doug, the first rape, Victim, I think I ever came across. I wasn't in the ministry. I was, I was a new Christian, and uh, I'd been saved in '79, and then in '80 went off to college. And I remember there at, at Westchester, um, down near Philly, the the dorm where I stayed, McCarthy Hall, um, had you know, three floors, I think. And each floor had the equivalent of a CQ desk, you know, had, had yeah. uh, a place where, where one of the students would sit. And the main floor, the first floor was the one that, that welcomed everybody or, or whatever. And uh, that RA, the resident assistant that sat there, she had been raped. She was this sweet oh. red, headed gal. And I don't know when she was raped. If it was before college, I got the impression it was in college, but, um, she just, she, she was sweet, but, but she was, uh, I don't know if it makes sense. Sweet, but miserable hurt. So she was, yeah, yeah, she was hurt. So she wasn't antagonistic toward people. She wasn't a, a gruff person, but you could tell there was something there. And, uh, we would witness to her in particular, my buddy, uh, Mike, Mike Tardivi, he, um, he just, you know, he really got the chance to share the gospel with her one night and he led her to Christ. And I'll never forget the next day she said she said uh, she said that the night before was the first good night's sleep or the first uh, the first night's sleep she had hmm. since the rape. And, you know, wow. there she said she was an adult and and but she was so affected. And it just it always stuck in my mind as kind of my first experience of meeting how life altering it could be. But then also right away to say this person, through Jesus Christ, had a life-altering, realigning moment. And yes, she'll never be the same after the rape, but now she'll never be the same after meeting Christ. And so it was a reset of the reset back to better better than normal i guess you could say yeah and uh that's what we're trying to do
1: right that's exactly what we're trying to do and that's good information and 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 at this point i i hate always telling this story but i think it's important so uh my sister and uh when she was 14 or 15 years old was i think it was she had just a couple days before her 15th birthday went on a date with a boy who was probably 16 or 17 or uh, too old, maybe 18, for all I know, and uh, he raped uh, my sister. And she came home and did the right thing and immediately told my parents and uh, my brother and I. Actually, uh, as I remember, right, we stole a shotgun, loaded it, and went after him. But thankfully, our parents got a hold of the police. And by the time we got to two towns over where he lived, the state cops already had him in handcuffs, and the guy went to jail for years. But uh, you know, not having God in her life. My sister's life has spun out of control. Uh, I mean, there's been alcohol and drugs and multiple marriages. And, uh, I mean, and, and just, I I put this out there, not picking on my sisters, but you know, they can't pick a husband to save their lives. And, and, uh, and, and, you know, but I often look back at that one sister and I, I think to myself, and I always go back to this, that, uh, boy, had had God been in our families, you know. I led my sister to the Lord uh, maybe ten years ago, and and I believe there's some good in her life now. But there's so many years spinning out of control, and and I say all that just to say to you and and to point out that that God uses us. We make a big difference when we can go in and sit down with somebody and show them from the Word of God, and uh, when we can, you know, say, hey. Uh, you know, listen, uh, you know, God's word is there. It's not your fault. As brother Zach has told us a couple of times, this isn't on you. You got a God that you can come on to, as we said in the last pa- podcast, all you that are heavy laden and, and, uh, that he's, his word is easy. His yoke is easy. Um, and, and all those types of things. And, uh, I think, I don't know. I just think that we all have a responsibility to pay forward this great God that saved us. And if you're not saved today, folks, you need to understand that God can save you. Brother Eric will tell you everything you need to know at the end of this podcast. So with all that, I I don't want to spend too much time on this other than to say, thank you gentlemen for your uh, facts on this and what you've been through. And and my heart is thinking about that uh, sweet uh, lady back there in the dorms in Westchester, Pennsylvania, and just uh, praying that God, you know, thankful that God's, you know, saved her and that someone shed the gospel and praying that that person that shared the gospel with her, if he's still alive or she's still alive, that they would bless him many, many times over. And that God did a work in her life. And so we're in the 23rd proverb right now. We got a minute or so before we'll go to commercial. So I want to read that first verse. It says, be not desirous of his dainties or delicacies and for they are deceitful meat. And, and, and boy, you know, you know, don't, don't desire these things because it's deceptive. And I think, boy, I think we really did a good job on this already coming up to this, but you know, folks, people will entice us people will lure us in we see that a lot as children we see people grooming us and Kevin was talking about the narcissistic piece or the piece of the hurtful people and and they're out there and they're real and many of the people who say I want to help you with narcissists are narcissists but people are grooming people and you're superstars you're great you're number one you're the best woman I ever met and they they seem to groom children and those people coming out of relationships that where they've been hurt and they or trying to uh, find something in their life those are the people they go after and after. And I was reading yesterday about some of the words they use and they're staggering. I've heard these words and uh, superstar, beautiful, wonderful, great, uh, you're a rock star. And uh, I read two pages of them. I, I kind of came across them looking at some narcissism stuff. And I said, I've known people who've done these things. I've seen those things out there. And, and what these people do is they groom us with things like making us feel good. And then they want you to come over and maybe have some food and some alcohol and the delicacies and, and those terrible things. And we've got to be aware of that, not only for us, but for our children. And 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 we're enticed and, and things like that. But you know uh folks god is not mocked he knows these people he's going to deal with them there will be a day of reckoning and as long as any of us are here on earth at wounded spirits or or anybody who's got a concern we will help those people who've been hurt and we will fight for them every single day because that's what god has for us hey we'll be right back we got to go ahead and listen to our stations and let them identify themselves Hey folks, thanks for coming right back with us. And so we we look at that verse, and again, those dainties, those delicacies. And I think it's Kevin's turn here right now to go ahead and go first. So, Kevin, look at it, that. More of the same we were talking about earlier, brother.
3: Yeah, and it's so easy too to tie it into this whole rape thing and adult rape yeah. or any rape because you know, grooming and and um offering of of a meal or candy or cookies you know, come to my house, you know, let's have a sleepover. We're going to give you cookies. You know, there's, there's those stories just out there all over the place. I I think that, um, for any one of us, we should always be vigilant that we are a trophy that someone is after, you know, the Bible says the adult, the adulteress will hunt for the precious life. And it says many strong men have been slain by her. So you could, you know, you could flip that for, um, a man to a woman, you know, if I'm a narcissist, then, then I would be thinking, okay, who's, who's someone I can get this, this rush of power. And, you know, they say it's for rape that it's not so much, um, uh, lust and, and, and concupiscence and, and, and desire for, you know, the sexual experience is so much as power. And, um, and so these, these predators think about, you know, Hey, here's someone here. Wouldn't it be good? This nice, sweet gal, this redheaded gal, wouldn't it be good if I could just have her and feel like she's my, you know, trophy on the wall that I had someone that was so, so pure looking. And so, so, uh, you know, she was saved up just for me and I'm, I'm the one that, that, uh, you know, defiled her. So it's, yeah, I think, just like you said, wow. be not deceived by their dainties, their yeah. deceitful meat. Yeah.
1: And 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 just to know that we serve a God that's just as angry about that as we are, and there will be a day of reckoning. And uh, uh, I think we covered that one good. We'll go over to you here, Zach, with this next one. So we're in Proverbs. We're in Proverb the twenty third proverb, and and right away the the Bible says, "Labor not to be rich. Cease from thine own." wisdom. And, uh, uh, so it goes on right there and it says, listen, you know, we don't just labor to be rich. You know, uh, we, we don't overwork ourselves. So we get to the point where we can't do anything else and we can re- you know, rebuke and mock lazy people. Uh, we labor for God to do what's right. And whatsoever you do, do heartily, not unto men, but unto God. And, and we know that, Uh, we do work, you know, if wealth happens, that's great, but we don't worship work. And I think that's the biggest thing. And, uh, uh, I, I think we, we can't be worshiping work. We can't, uh, you know, it's, it's easy to do. I saw it in the army. I, I lived it in the army and, uh, uh, you know, folks, uh, I'll tell you, people would spend 20 out of 24 hours in the office, they'd sleep there on the floor. Uh, they wouldn't go home and see their family. They worshiped their work. They worshiped what they were doing. And uh, they, I guess in any army, you know, you're only going to get promoted so many times. But they made work an idol. And, uh, uh, and I think kind of that's what it's talking about there, Brother Zach. So if you could just take a second with us and talk about what you're seeing there in verse number four.
2: Yeah, I see, I see that, and like you said, yeah, uh, I've met those soldiers that they eat, breathe, and everything about the Army, and and that's great if you, I mean, if you're single and you don't have a family, but um, I also see this um, in, in the, the kids, the youth today, too, not only uh, working to get it at a job like Lowe's or Walmart or something like that, but um, Sports, um, in our day has been an idol yeah. and, and people work, um, uh, they practice, uh, you could use it interchangeably work or practice, um, every day or like their, their parents spend thousands of dollars for them to go to a camp so that way they can get to the next level. Or, yeah, or, and, and it's, uh, there's like a statistic that like less than 1% will make it to the major leagues or NFL. Yeah. Yeah, but there's a there's a hundred percent chance that they're going to see Jesus one day and they're going to have to answer for that. And it's going to be all in vain, too. I mean, uh, since since I gave my life over to Christ, uh, well, I I was saved when I was 19, but I I fully surrendered. Like I lived for for the world for a while. But when I finally gave gave everything to him, um, when I finally broke with my PTSD and stuff. Uh, I tried to make it a point that I didn't work on church days, uh, mm. just to be there, um, and, and it's it helps you grow. Yeah. Because, um, like I said, all that—I mean, it's it's important to be act, or healthy and and active and and stuff, but um, physical is is way less important than spiritual.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, the,
2: the soul. Uh, Yeah, the soul is what we have.
1: Yeah. No, I agree, brother. And, and, and I like where you're going with that. And I, and I will tell you folks, I was a star high school pitcher, uh, offered scholarship. I messed up my arm, you know, probably wasn't good enough anyway, but I'm just saying, I remember what it was like in high school and stuff. Some people were back in the seventies. And now if you can imagine today if you take it to the level of today where there's a there's a former NFL quarterback here in town that trains people for $20,000 for 6 months they go along with three or four other people and they go through basically a half a school year being trained on how to be a quarterback before the season begins and it's twenty thousand dollars one percent of them make it families put every minute of every second every minute every second of every minute every minute of every hour and it's boy that's a good example now heading your way Kevin and thinking about this same thing and uh, boy that labor not to be rich we don't work to be rich we don't idolize our work, we don't make it an idol, we don't worship it. What are you thinking, Kevin?
3: You know, it's funny. I was just thinking about uh, labor not to be rich. So that the logical question would be, then why would you labor? And um and and it's it's a fair question, but but really, you know, the Bible the Bible does say that um he that laboreth laboreth for himself in Proverbs 1626, for his mouth craveth it of him. Um you know, there's a good reason to work, and 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 what what the Bible's giving us here, and you said it, you said it so well, and so did Zach. Is why we're laboring, or you could say, is greed involved? You know, or are we just trying to get rich? I was thinking while you're talking about um, Charles Dickens. Uh, Charles Dickens wrote the, a Christmas Carol, and the young Ebenezer Scrooge in that story um, was being courted to to join a firm by a very greedy man. It was Marley, Jacob Marley, Marley, Mortley, whatever. and and so Scrooge, the young Scrooge, before he became corrupted, said um, said, well, you know there's more to life than money, you know he was resisting the flattery and resisting the the attempts and marley said well if it's if it's not money i wish to know what it what it is about then (laughs) or something close to that and um but the outgoing boss of who used to own the company that marley was buying whom ebenezer worked for said um that the reason for work is to maintain a way of life. Mm. I remember that. I remember that line. Yeah, me too. To maintain. you say it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, and and so so I'm tying this together to say, labor not to be rich. That's right. Riches cease. You know, they make themselves wings. I think it's going to say in the next verse. Next verse. Yeah, I've been
1: trying my <laughs> hardest not to bring that up.
3: <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. And fly away. Yeah. <laughs> but but uh, and it's all in this context of sitting before rich people. But you know, um, we should we should labor to maintain a way of life, serving the Lord. Lord, I give me something to do that satisfies me and pays my bills while I serve the Lord. That's what, isn't that kind of what the, uh, prodigal son came back when he came to himself and came to his father. He said, I don't deserve, you know, really anything. I, I waste it all. Give me something worthwhile to do, meet my needs and I'll, I'll be with you dad.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I, I think there's so much, uh, you know, there's so much to be said for our motives. And, and and you know, the right motive is to bring honor and glory to God in everything we do and everything we say, and God's going to make some rich people out there. Uh, let me tell you, friends, I've known people who God has enriched, uh, you know, he's empowered. I've known people that God has lifted to very high places, and God still does that. He's still in that business, but we don't idolize uh, methods to get there. I have friends of mine, they spend probably 18 hours a day talking about a multi-level marketing thing. And, and if you do that, that's okay, you know, but it doesn't become our lives. You know, I have a friend of mine who became very successful selling one product and bringing on people under her who do that. And I don't even think that particular product's any good, to be honest with you. I'm not going to call it out, but, uh, but that's all this poor lady does. It's all she does. There's no other balance in her life. There's no room for God. There's no room for her kids. I mean, every post is, uh, you know, talking about something, but folks, here we are right up against that time again. I don't know how this happens, but I sure do appreciate, uh, having both Zach and Kevin with us, and I'm sure we're going to keep them for tomorrow, but we love you folks. And we we would ask that you listen to every word Eric has to say. He's going to talk to you about how you can know for sure Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior. There's nothing more important than that. Well, we sure love you folks. We hope you have a great day. May God bless you. And hey, wear that smile that only God can give today. Thank you.